The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch with your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of Dr. Lieberman, her guests, and callers. Now it's time to have a seat on Dr. Carol's Couch. Here's your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome to today's edition of Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Well, today is a super important um, show, what we're going to be talking about. Uh, My guest has super important um, facts, um, thoughts, to communicate to you, particularly in regard to what's going on, the most important thing that's going on in the news today, which is um, the treaty with Iran. My guest is I.Q. al-Rasuli. He was born in Iraq. His mother tongue is Arabic, and he has studied the Koran for over 23 years. Um, he is telling us what he's telling us at great risk to himself. Um, he is in hiding. And you'll understand why when you start listening uh, to what he has to say. Um, today's show is called Lifting the Veil on Obama's Secret Agenda and How It Impacts the Treaty with Iran. Now, I borrowed that title from um, IQ's book called, or series of books actually, it's three volumes. It's called Lifting the Veil, the True Faces of Mohammed and Islam. And what this is, um, these volumes are the transcripts of 312 audio videos of the YouTube series Idiot's Guide to Islam. Now, I have um, watched some of that, and it is just, I mean, (laughs) IQ, you know, it's like, (laughs) this should be broadcast, um, I mean, I know, I know it never w- would be, um, or at least up to this point it never would be, but perhaps things will change. Um, but it, it should be broadcast on mainstream media, mainstream, mainstream television, but you're having enough trouble <laughs> getting it, keeping it on the Internet, apparently. Um, somehow it keeps dis- disappearing from YouTube, some of the, um, some of the volumes, some of the um, uh, chapters, have have been disappearing or taken down? Is that right? That is right. Yes, YouTube in one one single day took down 130 of my audio videos in one day. Wow! They said it was too uh, aggressive. Ladies and gentlemen, whoever is listening, uh, the you, the media and the politically correct dimwits use the way, the words racism, Islamophobia, and aggression whenever somebody is revealing the facts. Uh, let me put you in a picture. I have had over one and a half million dollars worth of challenges for the last eight years for every human being who accesses my radio talk shows or my books to find a single error in what I say. Mm. Um, after eight years, I haven't lost a dime. I'm mentioning this to, to 
explain to you that when I deal, I deal with facts, I deal with reality. My origin, I, stud, I grew up in Iraq. My mother tongue is Arabic. My parents were secular people. My father was extremely well educated and he imbibed in me to learn, to always investigate, never to listen to somebody and take their word for it. Always double check and triple check. So when I was sent to Europe to study at the age of 17, 18, and I had access to information literally in the library free of charge, Mm -hmm. I wanted to compare what we were taught about the Quran and the Bible in the Quran and what the Bible said in actuality. Hmm. When I started researching, I realized that there is something catastrophically wrong because not a single item in the Bible was exactly the same as the Quran said it was in its Quran. So the people mentioned in the Quran, the name is mentioned in the Quran, those of Abraham, Ishmael, Jacob, Jesus, Moses, they are only mentioned. There is no background. It doesn't tell you where Jesus was born. It doesn't tell you which era he was born in. It doesn't tell you what Jesus said. It doesn't tell you who Moses was. All they say, Moses was a prophet. Well, Moses was never a prophet. They say Jesus was a prophet. Jesus was not a prophet. So on and so forth. So I started studying this, and I realized there is something catastrophically wrong. And this continued as a mission, practically. Now it's become a mission in my life. And it has been, by the way, 23 years, that was a long time ago. Now it's over 30 Uh years Uh I've been doing this job. Uh I'm mentioning it just to put the record straight. Um, The research that I have done was done in the Arabic language, of course, and in English, whenever it was needed. But it was literally directed upon the Islamic sources only. That means the Quran, the Hadith, the Hadith are the traditions about Muhammad, and the Hadith are literally, without the Hadith, the Muslims wouldn't know how to pray, they wouldn't know what to say, they wouldn't know anything about the Quran. The Hadith is the flesh of the Quran. So Uh it is vitally important. And Hadith and Quran together, they make Sharia. Sharia is the Islamic law. But what does Islamic law mean? Sharia controls the life of the Muslim in every facet, psychological, economic, political, theological, and so on and so forth. Complete. It's a complete way of life. While the Europeans, Christian Europeans and the Jews were able, for example, to investigate the Bible, the Hebrew Bible and the New Testament and make comments and make changes, in the way they understand them. In Islam, it is forbidden, completely, utterly forbidden, to change even an iota, not even a dot. This is why Islam hasn't changed in the last 1,400 years, and it will not change for the next, next 14,000 years. It cannot change. It cannot evolve. So when people tell you, yes, there is moderate Muslims, there are no moderate Muslims. They can't exist. Hmm. There is no such thing as an extremist Muslim or a radical Muslim, or a militant Muslim. Exactly the same way, I don't think anybody ever read or heard of a radical Nazi or a radical communist. Hmm. Uh, Extremist Nazi or moderate Nazi, they don't exist. Why Uh only with Islam, 
the news media speak about shades in Islam. They don't exist. The Quran forbids a Muslim from ever being so-called moderate. By the way, I can, I can, and if you want, I shall recite you verses from the Quran to prove exactly what I'm talking about. Sure. But I'll just give you the background. So when the news media tell you about Islam means peace, Islam doesn't mean peace. Hmm. The, the root verb of the word Islam is Aslama, which means submission. Islam is a belief system based on submission. Submission of the Muslim to the Master Allah. It's the relationship between a God called Allah and his followers who are slaves. Muslims call themselves, we are the slaves of Allah. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no love between slave and master. It doesn't exist. This is why there is no love in any verse of the Quran. You cannot find the word love the way we understand it in the Judeo-Christian tradition in Islam. It doesn't exist. You will not find Allah loving his followers or his followers loving Allah or there is love between men and women of Islam with men and women of non-Muslims. These words do not exist in the whole of the Quran. Love does not mm -hmm. exist. Only you have terror, you have submission, you have enslavement, you have hate, and you have hell. And Allah spends most of his time in hell watching his own creations being tortured. Hmm. Does that give you a background? Hmm. Yes. Well, okay. Um, before we continue with that, of course, I'm interested to know, so, so you were starting to explain how you studied this and you started realizing all of these things, but then what, um, you know, obviously for you to have done all of these um, videos, what was it, 312 <laughs> audio videos, and then, of course, putting them in, a, transcribing them, I mean, you have had to have devoted your 30-plus years or a good part of that to do all of this and in gen other ways trying to make this information better known. So how, uh, I mean, how have, have you been ostracized by other Muslims? Like what you just said, for example, you know, that there's no such thing as moderate Muslims there's a, or radical. They're essentially, if they, I guess what you're saying is if, they believe, if they're Muslims, they, uh, they need to follow the Quran and, 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 um, and believe all of these things that, that you're going to be telling us more about. So, so how have you been able to, have you been an outcast? How have you been able to survive, basically? Well, let me put it this way. Akira Rasuli is not my name, obviously. But if they know who I am, I'm dead. Mm -hmm. So the people I meet with, I don't meet them as Akira Rasuli. I meet them as my personal self. And I don't discuss with them the things that I write about in the books and my letters and my comments, nor do I tell them about my YouTube series. Mm -hmm. So the information that I get now is literally from all over the world. People know who I am. They know IQ Rasuli is, put it mildly, an authority on Islam. So I get emails from Bangladesh, from Pakistan, from India, from Australia. I get information from all over the world. People ask me for information, and people send me information about what's happening in their countries regarding Islam. So really, uh -huh. I, I become like a center point where I get information and, and I disseminate information also to people who want to ask questions. But most of my questions are answered in my audio videos. Almost 
every facet of Islam you want to know mm -hmm. about is in my audio videos or mm -hmm. in my books. So, mm -hmm. But people want to have more and more information. It's all right. I have no problem with it. Look, I'm very lucky. I've been graced by the Almighty that I, can, I need only three hours of sleep. Huh. That's it. So while people are asleep, I'm communicating with other people on the other side of the world. Well, they're waking up in the morning and I'm in the middle of the night. Uh -huh. So, yeah, uh, l like now, you are literally about one o'clock in the afternoon. Yes. Okay, I'm practically uh, 10 o'clock at night. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So the difference is that I am able to function while people can't function at that time of the, uh, that uh -huh. part of the uh, evening. Uh-huh. Well, well have you... Is, sorry, go on. Well, I've, have you had... Um, I mean, now I, I... Okay, I can understand that by... But have you had... I mean, you've been doing this for quite a while, so have you... I mean, you must have people who are trying to find out who the real person is behind IQ. Have you had close calls or people or at the instances... Moment, no, I've been lucky so far. But it doesn't mean it will last forever, that's for sure. You can always find out sooner or later if you bribe enough people, if you investigate in depth, you can get information. But mm -hmm. I'm not worried about it. The only thing is this. I want to have as much time as possible. I need 45 minutes. Prime time television in the United States of America. 45 minutes. I mm -hmm. promise you. Mm -hmm. Islam and the Muslims will never recover. Mm-hmm. But I need yes. 45 minutes. Yes, yes. The problem well, is, uh, yes. Fox News will not even give me 10 minutes. Forget about 45. Hmm. Hmm. Well, that's... You see, well, okay. we have a situation. You... What did you Sorry, say? Sorry, Carol. We have a situation whereby a pathological liar like Obama, 110 million people believe him. While I cannot give them the lies that Obama can give them. I tell them the facts and the truth, and the facts and the truth are so obscene in, 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 uh, in its conclusions that people don't want to listen to it. They don't want to see it. They don't want to mm -hmm. find out how true it is. They would well, rather ignore. Yes, yes, the denial, absolutely. Um, well, let's talk about uh, Obama, um, and because that's how, I mean, I... I um, you apparently con conveyed information to um, a YouTube channel called Clean TV. Is that correct how it happened? Yes. Okay. And they made yes. a video, which is a very disturbing um, video that um, it is true. I mean, really, you don't need 10, you don't need 45 minutes, even if you had uh, two. Um, and I'm trying to give that to you now. Um, well, why don't you tell us what's in the video, and then I will give people the um, the uh, the way to get to it. I mean, and as my listeners, people who have been listening to the show for a long time know that I really have a strong policy against giving out any kind of uh, website or any kind of link um, while the show is going on because I don't want any of you to turn to that um, site instead of listening. But this is one exception that I'm going to make because it's really important to see it yourself. And I'm also going to be, you know, putting it up um, uh, on, on the um, uh, Voice America site. But, but in the meantime, why don't you tell people what they're going to see if they, if they are able to tune into this uh, video. All they are going to see is they will see Obama 
walking in front of some Muslim dignitaries. That was, by the way, it was in Washington. The raising of the, he raised this index finger as the symbol of the oneness of the Islamic God, Allah. This was not the first or the only time that Barack Hussein Obama, the Muslim traitor-in-chief in the White House, indicated that he is not so closeted a Muslim. The, what he showed in this video, Obama walking and raising the index finger of the oneness of Allah. And all the Muslims in the background are smiling. I mean, they are smiling like uh, the cat who just ate the cheddar cheese. Literally <laughs> from ear to ear. And that was in Washington when he met with some Muslims from Africa. It is on YouTube, not only our the YouTube that was made by, by the company, but it's on YouTube also. If somebody wants to, all you have to do is Google Obama Index Islam. Literally Google Obama Index Finger Islam and it will come up. But ah, the one okay. we produce is even better. Ah, okay. That, that, that Obama helps. Index Finger Islam, okay. Or um, the now. more. Literally, as yeah. we speak, you can Google it and see what happens. Yes, and also, let me also give out the other address, which is a little complicated, Excellent. so um, please uh, write, get out a paper and pencil. Um, it's https colon forward slash forward slash u-y-o-u-t-u dot b-e forward slash capital G, capital Z, capital O, then small letters, K-U-L-D-K, then capital B, capital X, small G. Oh, this is a perfect time, so you can do it during the break. And um, when we come back, uh, my guest, IQ Al-Rasuli, will explain more about what this symbol means. So stay tuned. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch. We're talking about lifting the veil on Obama's secret agenda and how this impacts the treaty in Iran. You'll see what uh, we're talking about when you see this um, uh, unquestionable video. Um, and again, my guest is IQ Al-Rasuli. His book um, books are called Lifting the Veil, The True Faces of Mohammed and Islam. You can get it on, on Amazon. And uh, it is the transcription of the YouTube series Idiot's Guide to Islam. So stay tuned. Uh, you're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com 
Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll free at 1 866 472 5788. Now back to the show. Here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, talking with you today about lifting the veil on Obama's secret agenda and how it impacts the treaty with Iran. Of course, this treaty that has been uh, agreed upon, unfortunately, um, with all kinds of... uh, It's going to be the downfall of America if it really goes through, if the Congress isn't able to stop it, which I'm assuming they're going to try to do. Um, my guest today is I.Q. Al-Rasuli. Um, his book that you can get on Amazon is called Lifting the Veil, The True Faces of Mohammed and Islam. And I have to tell you, it's a transcript of his YouTube series, Idiot's Guide to Islam, which has in part at least been taken down. I've listened to some of them. They really are amazing. Um, and it is really like the Idiot's Guide. In other words, you know, so many people are afraid to try to learn some of these things because it seems so complicated. But you really describe it in ways that are so simple to understand. You know, we may not want to hear these things, but it's important for us to hear it. And um, it just really explains everything so clearly. So why don't you start with explaining um, what Obama is doing in this video, like what the significance of him, what he's doing. Raising the index finger, as you see, in like on, if you look at YouTube, means in the Islamic tradition, especially now with the ISIS and Boko Haram and all of them, the index finger means Allah is one God. And this index finger means you are a Muslim who believes in Allah, the one God. Now, ISIS does that. Abu Haram does that. Every single Muslim so-called terrorist organization does that. Every Muslim believer raises the index finger alone, which means he or she believes in a one God called Allah. So when Obama was passing in front of all those Muslims, and he raised the finger, and you can see on, the, on, on his right-hand side, all of them smiling, literally all of them smiling in appreciation of what he did, which means, I am with you. I'm a Muslim. It doesn't mean anything else. There was no reason whatsoever for Obama, if he were a Christian, to raise the finger, the index finger, the way he did. No chance in hell, especially if you were a Christian. But he's not a Christian. It doesn't matter what he says that he is. He is not. I hope okay. That well, what about people who would say to you, okay, so Obama was just saying he's a Muslim. We know he was raised a Muslim. Um, why, how do you know that it means something more nefarious than that? Well, the video will show you that every Muslim who is a part of ISIS, every Muslim who is Al-Qaeda, every Muslim who is a Shabab, there is the same finger. So it means exactly the same thing. So they all believe in exactly the same Allah. But Allah is not the same as the God of Jesus, Moses, and Abraham. People don't understand that. The people don't know that because the media will never tell you this. They will never explain to you that Allah, the God of Muhammad, the God of the Muslim, has absolutely nothing to do whatsoever with the God of Jesus, Moses, and Abraham. So, if, since Allah is not the God of the Bible, then Islam is not a religion. 
Islam is a cult belief system, the cult of Muhammad. And it's not a, it should not have any privileges as a religion. It's not a religion. It's a cult belief system. It changes everything. The fact that Allah is not God destroys Islam as a belief system, so-called religion. It is not a religion. Allah is not God. Why? Because Allah was the name of the supreme rock god of the Kaaba, of Mecca, of pagan Arabia, centuries before Muhammad and his Quran. In fact, Muhammad's father is called Abd Allah. Abd means slave. Allah, of course, is the name of the God. And Abdullah means he is a slave of Allah. And Abdullah, the father of Muhammad, was a pagan. Which means Allah was known. And the records of Islam and pre-Islam tells you that Allah was the supreme rock god of pagan Arabia among 360 gods and goddesses in stone. And in the tradition of pagan Arabia, Allah, the god of pagan Arabia, had three daughters. Allah Al-Uzza wal Manat. These, by the way, this information, you can Google it while I'm talking to you. Literally, you can Google it to prove so that you, you understand I'm telling you the truth. I don't have to lie. The facts that I reveal are infinitely worse for Islam than all the lies that I could concoct. I don't need to. Mm-hmm. I don't need to create a single lie. I, cannot, I don't need to create a single diversion, misrepresentation, nothing. The fact is, when you read the Quran, when you study the Quran, when you study the Hadith, they self-destruct. And I always said, it is by divine will for those who believe in God, or by poetic justice for those who do not believe in God, that the very Hadith that explain to the followers of Muhammad, his Quran and his Sunnah are the very same, that utterly discredit Muhammad as a prophet and the alleged divine of origin of his Quran. And you know what? I have not had a single imam, a single scholar of Islam, a single anybody come against me in a debate. Not once. I just want to clarify one thing um, about getting back to Obama and his index finger. Um, and it is, a very, uh, it is a very sort of unique way of holding the index finger up. Um, sometimes it's a per- perpendicular to the thumb. Sometimes it's just the thumb is on the other fingers. But it's, it's, it's holding it up in a very specific kind of conspicuous kind of way um, that can't really be missed. And, but you're, what you're saying is that people who are a Muslim, the average Muslim who's not a terrorist or not ISIS or, you know, um, would not necessarily go around in their daily life holding their finger like that. Is that what you're saying? Yes, but it's not because he's a moderate. It's because at that moment of time when Muslims are a minority, let's say, Muslims in America today represent maybe 3%. They would not do that because they don't want to aggravate the situation. But when there are 10, 12% in the population, like they have them in in France, when they have them in Brussels, they do that. In your face, they do that. And nobody does anything about it, by the way. And it's an aggressive... People do not do anything about it. Nobody, they ignore it. Take a case but it's, a, it's a meant to be. Sorry, it's, it's meant to be an aggressive kind of movement. It's not like high on Muslim, like you Muslim. It's like it's an, a sign of aggression. Is that what you're saying? It is aggression, because as far as the Muslims are concerned, we who are not Muslims 
are nothing but beasts. We are nothing but beasts. Look, it's very difficult for Americans who are decent Americans, decent Christian Americans, even if they are Jews or Hindus or Buddhists, to believe that Islam is such a depraved cult belief system. I know. I've been dealing with this for 30 years. But with, your, with all your respect, could you allow me to recite some verses from the Quran? I will recite them in chapter and verse. Anybody can go and Google them. And you know what? No human being can go against me and prove me wrong. Do you mind? Okay, sure. Okay. For those people who want to understand how difficult it is for a Muslim to be, uh, what do you call it, um, loyal citizen, to be a loyal citizen. It's very difficult. Why? Because the Quran forbids them from being loyal citizens. How does the Quran forbid them from being loyal citizens? Take Al-Baqarah, chapter 2, verse 216. It says, Jihad, holy fighting in Allah's cause, is ordained for you Muslims, though you dislike it. And it may be that you dislike a thing which is good for you, and that you like a thing which is bad for you. It's in the Quran. Hmm. At Tawbah, chapter 9, verse 33, it says, It is he, Allah, who has sent his apostle Muhammad, with guidance and the religion of truth, Islam, to proclaim it over all other religions. I'm not making this up. Mm-hmm. These are Quranic verses. I'll give you now from Hadith. Sahih al-Bukhari Hadith 4.50, narrated by Anas bin Malik. Muhammad said, A single endeavor of fighting in Allah's cause, qital fi sabilillah, means jihad, is better than the world and whatever is in it. These mm-hmm. are not my words. Mm-hmm. These are Islamic words. In another source, Sahih Muslim Hadith 4631, I heard Muhammad say, I love that I should be killed in Allah's cause, jihad. Then I should be brought back to life to be killed again in jihad. Mm-hmm. What else can I tell you? Another verse, Bukhari Hadith 4.73, narrated by Abdullah bin Abi Awfa. Allah's apostle said, no, that paradise is under the shades of source. These verses remind me of Hitler's Mein Kampf, the Nazi mm-hmm. master race crate. Another mm-hmm. verse which is used by ISIS and all of the other terrorist organizations. Chapter 47, called Muhammad, verse 4, it says, Therefore, when you meet the unbelievers, infidels, kuffar, chop off their necks. Hmm. The very verses that ISIS, Hamas, Boko Haram, and every believing Muslim agrees to and tries to fulfill. What more? Hmm. You know, all these things, I'm not picking and choosing. Mm-hmm. These are in the Quran. But the worst one is this one. Al-Ma'idah, chapter 5, verse 51. It says, O ye who believe, Muslims, take not the Jews, Yahud, in Arabic, and Christians, Nasara, in Arabic, for your friends and protectors. They're but friends and protectors to each other. And he amongst you Muslims that turns to them for friendship is of them. Ladies and gentlemen, the implications of the last sentence is of immense importance. I repeat it. 
And he amongst you Muslims that turns to them for friendship is of the means that any follower of Muhammad who befriends or under the rule of Christians or Jews or any non-Muslim group will be considered apostates to Islam, outsiders to Islam, enemies of Islam who must be slaughtered in a nutshell, mm. ladies and gentlemen. No Muslim in the United States of America can ever be loyal to the American Constitution because the American Constitution is man-made, not from Allah Sharia. Nor mm -hmm. can any Muslim in the USA or Europe be a loyal citizen because non-Muslim Americans or Europeans are infidels, kuffar, unbelievers, kafirun, to be either subjugated or exterminated. These are their words, mm -hmm. not mine. Mm -hmm. This is mm -hmm. their own explanation in the hadith, not mine. Yes. <laughs> They're horrendous. Yes, I, I, I know. Doctor, they are horrendous. They are despicable. But these are what they believe. You know, when a man, when, when, when the, the suicide bombers, yeah. Israelis captured some suicide bombers before they blew themselves up. Pakistanis did the same thing. Guess what the suicide bomber was protecting? Okay, why? His private parts. Hmm. They found that they put their private parts in tins. When they asked them, what are you doing with this? He said, because I want to have my private part active when I go to oh. heaven with the 72 virgins. Yes. You can laugh. I can laugh. Americans oh, can laugh. But the joke <laughs> is on us. Why? Yeah. They believe. It is more important that you understand that they believe this. They honestly, truly believe that even though they go with a million pieces, they become a million pieces after they blow themselves up. Mm -hmm. The more important for them is to have sex mm -hmm. with the 72 mm -hmm. virgins in Muhammad's whorehouse version of paradise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, I um, know, it's heavy. And, and, of course, the idea being that um, that even though life on Earth may not, it, it's, well, I was listening to your, to your video. <laughs> um, it says that, uh, that even though life on Earth, all the things that you don't have in your life on Earth, you will have when you go to heaven, including Absolutely. sex with 72 versions. But, Doctor, yes. you're, you're a psychotherapist or psychoanalyst. I honestly Psych don't know, but you do psychology. Psychiatrist, yes. But you can understand. If, somebody, if a young man, they, a young man is growing up, he cannot have sex, even if it's consensual. He cannot drink any alcohol. He cannot gamble. He cannot dance. He cannot play musical instruments. He cannot sing. He cannot wear uh, gold. He cannot wear silk. He cannot have this. He cannot have that. But when he blows himself killing infidels who are not Muslim, people who are not Muslim, he will end up in Muhammad Horhouse version of paradise with 72 virgins. He can have all the wine he wants. Anything that was prohibited in life, he will get it in heaven. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll tell you something, I promise you. If I were in the same mindset, I would do exactly the same as them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why not? If I honestly believed I have all these pleasures in the afterlife, I would do it. This is why Hamas tells you, Boko Haram tells you, ISIS tells you, that we Muslims prefer death, while you non-Muslims prefer life. Yes. What more can I tell you? It's their words, not mine. 
This is their mindset, not mine. And yet, our leaders are the criminals. Our leaders in the West are the criminals. Whether they are in the Republican Party, whether they are in media or politics or anywhere, they are the criminals. Why? Because they are misleading the American and European peoples by telling them this is not Islam. Mm -hmm. But it is Islam. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But people are waking up now. ISIS has been a godsend. In a way, ISIS has been a godsend. Because without ISIS, it would have taken another 30 years before somebody would wake up. Uh But with ISIS, they are doing exactly what the Quran is telling them. By the way, they are the most perfect Muslims. They they are better than Al-Qaeda. Why? Al-Qaeda used to worry about the words of the Quran. They follow the words of the Quran. ISIS follows every letter of the Quran. Hmm. They are so focused. They follow every letter of the Quran. The Quran tells the Muslims that non-Muslims are beasts. People who are Christians, Buddhists, Hindus, Jews, atheists, agnostics are nothing. They're beasts. You can plunder them, you can rape them, you can murder them, you can do whatever, whatever you want. Why? Allah allows you. This is why, by the way, I had many priests who got in touch with me on my email, asking me why they are not successful in the prison system in America or in Europe, while the Muslims, are, the imams are successful. I told them it's simple. The Quran is music to the ear of the criminal. Why? The Quran allows the criminal to do exactly what he was doing. Mm. If he is a murderer, mm-hmm. you can murder. If it was a rapist, you can rape. If it was a thief, you can steal. It's allowed, it's sanctioned. Yes. By Allah, they're God. I know it sounds outrageous, but it isn't outrageous. What is outrageous is our leaders who are misleading us, misleading people who don't know. This is what my mission is all about. My mission is simple. I don't make money. I have spent tens of thousands of dollars of my own money. That's physical. I'm forgetting about the number of years that I invested in this. Mm -hmm. I don't make money out of it. I never ask people to even buy my books. I mean it. I never ask people to buy my books. I tell them it's free of charge. Go and look at it. It's free of charge. But I want people to be educated. I want people to be enlightened. Why? Because Islam and Muslims are the existential threat to every civilized society on the planet. And ISIS proves it. Boko Haram proves it. Al-Shabaab prove it. All of them prove it. You know, it's an irony. Every imam in every mosque, in every country on earth on Friday, incites the Muslims to hate the people they are living amongst. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. our governments do nothing. Mm-hmm. And I yes, guess that... Our governments do nothing. Yes. And, and of course, um, because it's so horrible for people here to contemplate some of the things yes. that you were saying, and, and, and especially now, you know, I, yes, with ISIS becoming even more aggressive than al-Qaeda, um, people want to bury their heads in the sand and not really pay attention to these things or somehow think that the FBI or the CIA or, or the police or somebody is going to be able to stop all of the, uh, all of the plans that have been written about um, in the Koran um, for, for centuries. Um, that somehow these things aren't going to happen or they don't really mean it, you know, um, and everything's going to be hunky-dory. It won't be. 
you are going to face. The world is facing a disaster. Believe me. I'm not uh, a Cassandra. I'm not uh, trying to scare anybody. But all you have to do is open your ears and open your eyes. And you will see what's happening. What is going to happen in America is definitely it's a matter of time. They tried to poison the water in one of the countries in Europe, only recently. Muslims, they captured them. They tried to poison the water in America a year ago. Again, they investigated them. But sooner or later, the police will fail, the FBI will fail, because it is impossible, and I mean it, it is impossible to control all these events, and especially when America's borders are not controlled. Yes. You have no borders. Yes, Any absolutely. country which cannot defend its border, yes. any country which cannot actually say, this is my border and nobody can come in, is not a country. You're not yes. a viable country. Yes, yes. I'm not kidding well, I, with you. You're I, not I, a viable country anymore. I, I understand. I agree with you. Um, I do need to <laughs> interrupt you, unfortunately, right now, because we need to take another break. But, yes, I agree with you, and that's why um, I think what Trump is saying is really resonating with a lot of people, more people than um, that it isn't. Anyway, I, we do need to, unfortunately, take another break. Um, my guest is I.Q. Al-Rasuli. His books are called Lifting the Veil, The True Faces of Muhammad and Islam. He's just giving you uh, a taste of uh, some of the incredible amounts of information that he has in his books, answering the questions. Uh, you can buy it on Amazon. We will be back. We're talking about Lifting the Veil on Obama's secret agenda and how it impacts the treaty with Iran. We'll talk about that, too, when we come back. So stay tuned. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. We're talking today about lifting the veil on Obama's secret agenda and how it impacts the treaty with Iran. My guest is I.Q. Al-Rasuli, who... Uh, for over 30 years, has been an Islamic scholar. He's considered one of the foremost authorities in the world. Um, I'm sure you can see that in what he's been talking about so far. 
um, his book that answers questions. It's a transcript of the videos, audios and videos that were on YouTube, um, many of which have been taken down because uh, uh, somebody there, somebody in, in involved in YouTube doesn't want the truth to come out. Um, so the book is called Lifting the Veil, The True Faces of Mohammed and Islam, and you can get it on, on Amazon. And I have managed to um, see some of the videos on YouTube, and it's just, they're just, you know, I, I mean, they're they're true. I um, and they answer the questions, and they do it in, in language that is simple to understand, and it's certainly backed up by, by fact, as he's been giving you examples of today. I do want to, I want to make sure, I, I do want to ask you about the psychology of Muhammad and get back to that, and get to that, because, you know, how he took, um, used Allah to, um, to, for his own, uh, to make himself more powerful and to make himself seem like a god. Um, but before that, I want to make sure that we've made the point with what we were talking about with Obama and uh, his, the way that he raised his index finger in terms of, um, yes, he was showing those Muslims that, that the people that he was um, talking with in Washington when this video was taken, but also, uh, can you say something about how um, the fact that his sympathies, his agenda, um, lies in that direction, despite what he's tried, been, despite the uh, the incredible hoax he's put over on the American people for six years, um, how that impacts the agenda, the uh, the treaty that was signed today. First of all, what you said is absolutely correct. Everything you mentioned now is absolutely correct. Obama, his middle name is Hussein. The fact that his Moody name is Hussein means he's a follower of the Shia Islam. And what is uh, Iran? Iran is Shia Muslim. People don't understand these things. Hmm. Even the so-called authorities or experts in America don't understand these things. Hmm. Names have meanings. In Islam, if you say part of your name is Ali, you're Shia. Hassan, you're Shia. Hussein, you're Shia. Sunnis do not use these names, ever. Huh. This is very important, but only a person who understands the subject, a person who studied the subject, can, can give you this answer. His name is Barack Hussein Obama, whatever the end name is, is relevant. Hussein means he's Shia Muslim. Iran is Shia Muslim. Everything Obama has done in the last seven years was to bring Islam to the forefront. He is a criminal. He is a treacherous president. I'll tell you why. He has forbidden all your agencies of intelligence, the FBI, the CIA, the military, home, Homeland Security, to associate terror and Islam in any shape or way, way or form. Well, one thing is very important, one is very simple also. If you cannot identify your enemy, you cannot destroy your enemy. Item number two. If you don't understand the psychology and the belief of your enemy, again, you will never be able to destroy your enemy. Mm -hmm. And Obama has failed American people on both sides. This is why you are failing in Afghanistan. You're failing. America has failed in Pakistan. America has failed in Iraq. America has failed in Somalia. America has failed in Libya, in Egypt. You name it, America has failed with the Muslim world. Why? You're not willing to look... The, the, your enemy eyeball to eyeball and make him blink. He's making mm -hmm. you blink. Uh-huh. 
But the only way you make him blink is because when you know more about him than he knows about himself. Mm-hmm. Do I know more about Islam than any human being on the planet? Yes. <laughs> Sounds arrogant. It isn't uh-huh. arrogant. It uh-huh. is called knowledge. By the way, Christians, I don't know if they know about some Many Christians don't even know this. In Revelation, you have got the four horsemen of the apocalypse, which is starvation, war, death, and pestilence. In Islam, they have the four horsemen of apocalypse. I named them. Called knowledge, 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 and knowledge. Why? Mm. Because the knowledge of Islam destroys Islam. This is why the Muslims are doing their utmost to shut people like me, to shut people like Pamela Geller, to shut people like Robert Spencer, to shut anybody who knows about Islam. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we are going to prevail. I'm telling you, we are going to prevail. When I get my 45 minutes, and I will get my 45 minutes, it's got to be destined. Sounds arrogant again? No, it isn't. It's my destiny. I have to have that 45 minutes. Well, it's when... When uh, I have that 45 minutes, Islam will never recover. It's, it's when people in the States finally wake up um, a little more and acknowledge their fear, you know, acknowledge that this is a force to be reckoned with, that everything isn't, you know, as they sit in Starbucks and... Uh, sip their chai lattes or, you know, um, frappuccinos, um, pretend that there's nothing to be afraid of in the world. I think once once it there's a tipping point, once it hits a tipping point, and of course that's horrible to say, I mean, you know, um, I mean, we would one we would hope that it doesn't reach a tipping point, but um, if that happens, then all of a sudden people are going to be interested. Oh, really? Well, really? The, the Quran says this? Really? Oh, my goodness. But by then, it might be too late. Well, it cannot be too late, because if it's too late, human civilization is finished. You know, it's remarkable. The United States of America, in four years, destroyed Nazi Germany and Imperial Japan. In four years, you haven't been able to do anything with Islam in 30 years. Mm. Isn't that remarkable? Because you identified the enemy during those four years. You knew who the Nazis were, the Germans. You knew who the the enemy was in Japan. You knew, and you didn't say there are moderate uh, Nazis, moderate imperialist Japanese, or militant, or nothing. A Nazi was a Nazi, and an imperialist Japanese was an imperialist Japanese. End of conversation. Mm -hmm. That was it. You identified the enemy, you understood the enemy, you knew what the enemy's purposes were, and you destroyed them. The reason you can't, you're not destroying Islam or stopping it or reversing it is because you're not willing to identify them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Now, what about, you know, at book fairs, book festivals, um, like, for example, in Los Angeles, there's a, in the spring, there's always a major book festival, L.A. Times Book Festival, and um, there is always a, um, a booth um, put on by... Uh, well, I think it's different. It may be different organizations, but they hand out free Korans. Now, do you think that those Korans are the uh, real Korans, or are they, have they been modified, if you know? Have they been modified to sort of water down some of the things that you, like what you've been reading? Yes, they are watered down, but not in a huge ma- major way. For example, instead of saying slay or slaughter, it says fight. It's mm-hmm. word. It's a simple word. But instead of saying word slaughter, which it really, that's what it means, uh, they modify it to, fl- to fight. Then they say, 
instead of saying Allah, and the word in Arabic says Allah, they say God. Why? So that subliminally, in the mind of the European or American Christian or non-Muslim, whoever they may be, to associate Allah and God is the same. Uh Allah, again, I repeat, Allah is not the same as the God of Jesus, Moses, and Abraham, and there's no human being on planet Earth who can debate me this subject and prove me wrong. Full stop. If you find the person, please do me a favor. I'll pay him $100,000. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I will pay him $100,000. But if, not if, when I defeat him, I expect $100,000 also. <laughs> and I guess... I don't I'm... say when. I say if, no. I shall defeat him. I know. Well, you know, I'm going to... Ha- I'm going to have to have you back on at some point because we, you know, there's so much to talk about. And um, as a psychiatrist, of course, one of the things I'm interested in is uh, Mohammed's psychology, psychological profile. So we'll have to, we'll have to, you'll have to come back if you would like and, um, and talk about that and some of the other chapters um, in, in your book. for example, there's uh, suicide in Islam. Um, was Muhammad a prophet? Uh, the 72 virgins, of course. Mein Kampf, you talk about. We can have a weekly <laughs> yes. session if you want. <laughs> no, I, I, look, I don't, I'm not exaggerating. I will uh-huh. send you an email after the interview. Okay, And we sure. can organize something if you want. I'm game. Okay. okay. Because as I well, said let me, you, my let purpose me... is to wake up the American public. That's yes. All. Absolutely. Well, I want to make sure I have a chance to give out again the information for people to look at both the um, the video um, of Obama uh, raising his index finger in a manner that does uh, say I'm with you, not just kind of in a friendly manner, you know, like we're all Muslims. But you know, and even that would be something since he's tried to downplay uh, his being a Muslim, but um, but in an aggressive way, um, and particularly, you know, and then then it should come no as no surprise that he has made a treaty with Iran that obviously puts America in danger. I mean, it's so absurd. Ten years, it's not even good for the first ten years, but what, in ten, ten years is a drop in the bucket for people who are following the Koran. I mean, these are things that this has been going on for centuries, these, these ideas. So um, if ten years, even if they were going to uphold it, which, of course, the Iranians aren't, but ten years is nothing. So it's Absolutely an incredibly right. bad... It's an incredibly Doctor, bad treaty. Doctor, it is prohibited in Islam. Muhammad said it many, many times. Any agreement you make with infidels is null and void. It's like toilet paper. You just yes. throw it away whenever you read. That's yes, it. yes. What yes. they're doing, they have been running America round in a, in a circle. And, of course, uh, your State Department know as much about the Quran and Hadith as a pig's knowledge of the science of personal hygiene. Yes. Well, let me give out, yes, absolutely. Let me give out the, um, the information again. So to see this, uh, this video, you can go, you can Google Obama Index Finger Islam on YouTube, Obama Index Finger Islam, or you can go to https colon forward slash forward slash u-y-o-u-t-u dot b-e forward slash capital G, capital Z, capital O, then small K-U-L-D-K, capital B, capital X, small G. 
um, please watch that. And, and when you think about the treaty with Iran, especially today, that's what's going on, it will give you chills. And thank you so much, IQ Al-Rasoli. His book, again, is called Lifting the Veil, The True Faces of Muhammad and Islam. Uh, it's on Amazon. You can buy it on Amazon. It is the transcription of the now somewhat um, hidden YouTube series, Idiot's Guide to Islam. You can look, at, uh, look on YouTube for that, too. There are some videos that are still up there. And then also you can go to Mr. Rasuli's um, website, which is al r a s s o o l i dot com al dash r a s s o o l i dot com well iq thank you so much i know that it's very brave of you to be talking about all of this but you really do make it very understandable and we have to listen and thank you all for listening you've been listening to dr carol's couch and i'm your psychiatrist host dr carol lieberman Thank you for joining us on Dr. Carol's Couch. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific time for another installment of Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll save you a seat.